This is Face the Music, a Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra song by song podcast. Episode 199 Going Out on Me. is the eighth track on From Out of Nowhere. In the November 10th, 2019 online issue of Louder, Jeff said, This is an old-fashioned shuffle, like a 50s kind of thing. I really like this one. I enjoy the rhythm, and I like the simple chords. The sound is good, and the piano is really nice. All the songs were done in my studio at home in L.A. It's funny. It depends on the day, but sometimes you just get a different sound. Where you put the mics is obviously a lot of it. But I really like the sound of this one. Where are you going? I'm over 40. Where I go is none of your beeswax. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And someone's been going out on me. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still here. It's just my brain that goes in and out. And I just seem like I've gone out on someone. Yeah, your mind can kind of wander, say, if you're listening to an album where a lot of the songs don't exactly catch your attention. Yes, it can. And then it can snap right back if even the slightest bit of something new shows up, <laughs> like kind of a 60s or 50s tinge song mm -hmm. with some fake strings on it that sound close enough, <laughs> and a little bit of echoey drumming to try and emulate your previous drummer. Hmm. rather than just sucking it up, apologizing, and bringing your original drummer back yeah. to maybe play the drums. So, with that, we've got Going Out On Me, which is Jeff Lynn's nth attempt at emulating music that he grew up with. And for the album, it actually kind of works, because it doesn't sound like he's just doing the usual Wilbury's armchair theater thing but it's actually a good song it's still something that he's done before mm -hmm. and he doesn't even try to go Orbison on this one unfortunately yeah this could have benefited from a little bit of his Orbison style vocals because if he had it would have been a better song than losing you and I would have been a very happy person because at least it's got a lot of elements from old ELO thrown in there, and it would have had that little element thrown in. Even though he's done it before, he seems to do it well a lot of times when he does it, and they would have put it over the top. As it is, it's a nice, pleasant diversion from the last rest of the album. This is Jeff Lynn doing a 50s doo-wop song without the doo-wops, doobie-doo-doo-wops, or even any doo-la-doo-lang-yang-yang-yangs. Or be bop -a 
I like it. It's a perfectly fine song. There's nothing that offends my ears about it. I don't mind it. It's nice. I would add it to a playlist. I wouldn't eagerly rush to hear it, but if it came up, oh, that'd be nice. Although, I liked it better when it was Starlight. It is a nice break from the other stuff, which all kinds of sounds the same. I mean, this has sort of the same sound as the rest of the album, but at least it's done in a 50s style, which separates it some from the other songs that came before it. I don't hate it, but it's definitely no sweet Jesus I gotta hear going out on me. I don't know, I was thinking maybe if he did have some doo-wops in here, and not by Jeff. Of course I love Jeff's harmonies. If we're going all 50s, why not get a black doo-wop quartet or trio in there to do the, the doo-wops? I mean, I don't know, are Boys to Men still looking for a check? They did pretty good on In the Still of the Night back in 92. They're still around, and they were doing, I think, Geico commercials recently. Okay, so they are still getting a check. Yeah, so they definitely enjoy their check. Yeah. <laughs> you know... Do something different, Jeff. Go out of your bungalow recording studio, or whatever the name of it is that you've called it. Bring in some other people. I feel like a lot of my teachers in school. This is good, but you can do better. Is his recording studio called the Patriots Bunker? <laughs> no, no, you're thinking of Ted Nugent's home recording studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, one thing I did like on this is it does have some tasty guitar right at the end of the song. It was nice hearing that. It's a little bit of a departure from the rest of the song, too. So, adds a little bit of, well, not exactly modernity to the song since we've had heard him do this so many times in the last decades but it does add a little bit of a flair to it at the end but yeah it definitely could have been better this is one of those times where bring in the band would have been a great idea oh yeah 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 absolutely because then he doesn't exactly have to have backup singers like the waters or somebody come in they were session singers on a whole lot of albums whenever you needed that doo-wop or that gospel mm. sound i doesn't he have backup singers for uh yeah he does live shows he, he does yes i know you know <laughs> use the backup singers yeah i mean i don't think they're female i think they're male but still I mean, all those doo-wop bands from the 50s, they were male. Yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah, it's hard to think of a female 50s doo-wop band. I'm sure they existed, and right now they're not coming to my head, but at least the ones that had the big enough hits that they hit my brain and stuck in there, they were guys. Skyliners, I think, were three guys and a woman. Since I don't have you. Even though the guys usually sang lead on that. And the Fleetwoods were one guy and two girls. Come softly, darling. You know, I can understand the doing it myself thing because you don't have to deal with other people and you get it done the in your head. It comes out the way you wanted it. And you don't have to tell somebody, play it this way. 
No, 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 not like that. You're close, but like, okay, no, but you, can't, you don't have to deal with that. But I don't know. At, at some point, doesn't it get old? Okay, record my guitar part. All right, run back to the studio. Stop. <laughs> I guess he has an engineer. Okay, push stop. I'm going to go do the drums now. Yeah, I think it would help ease the load. Bring in the touring band. There's always a temptation to do it all yourself, but bringing in other people also lets them occasionally have an opinion, and other people can come up with good ideas. Right. Think about how boring this podcast would be if it was just me droning on about what I think of each ELO song. There's no Winsenson, no Troy, no Don, no Mike, no Madeline. Just me. All me. <sighs> Even I'm bored with that idea. <laughs> you know, at Sci-Fi Woman, I'd had enough of the synth strings. For Christ's sake, bring in a real orchestra. This song would be so much better if it had real strings. Or maybe even bring in the choir to handle the background oohs and ahs and ting-tang, walla-walla, bing-bangs or whatever. Lyrically, it's not great either. It's another somebody done somebody wrong song yeah. again. Remember when Jeff Lynne used to write about spaceships and time travel and cowboys and Indians or Native Americans or war or the environment or about a pretty rich girl who's sad because she wants more out of life besides the material things that are just handed to her or about intercontinental telecommunications or skeletons and roundabouts or how much he loves going to the south or a man sitting up in a tree or a crazy guy who thinks he can fly or some guy who's lost in a dream world and goes on exciting adventures there or two people who have different interests in music one likes opera one likes rock yet the two combine together to make something beautiful or jungles or extraterrestrials or just anything else besides what it's been for the last few albums where it's been she done me wrong again we get it jeff you'd had bad luck with women I don't even think it's him. It's breakup songs are a staple of rock and roll. Oh, so no, I, I he agree. Just sticking with the breakup songs after all this time. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I was depressed for 10 years because I could not, for the life of me, find a girlfriend because painfully shy, socially inept Googler. So, yeah, I totally got into Roy Orbison and the Smiths. Oh yeah, Morsey, I can relate when he says go to the bar, hope to meet someone, you go home feeling lonely, and you just want to blow your brains out, or something like that. Which was pretty much the gist of all of his songs. <laughs> and the ELO songs where he's feeling blue because he can't find love either. Sure, I get that. But, you know, one of the things I loved about ELO was it wasn't just one subject. Rushing to catch trains, to get across the border, or to get the last train to London, or, or he's... Well, no, confusion would be... One of those uh, probably songs <laughs> yeah. that uh, about... But uh, it's so much better than this. It really is. You know why? <laughs> because Jeff has help. Jeff has incredibly talented musicians with him in this band, plus a real orchestra, plus a choir to make the song sound bigger and better instead of just what we get for these last two albums where, well, here's Jeff, and I'm doing everything. And... Hey, this synthesizer sounds like strings. Who needs an orchestra? I do. Well, you did bring up one thing that makes me thankful about Jeff Lynne. Mm -hmm. Mentioning Morrissey. 
that at least he's singing breakup songs. Unlike Morrissey, who used to sing about how he couldn't find anybody and he was miserable. Now he sings about how he's miserable because there's all these darn furners about. Yeah, Morrissey took a <laughs> turn for... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what the hell happened? Maybe he should have got laid Happily more. Happily, Jeff is still... <laughs> yeah, Jeff still seems like a pretty good guy. He doesn't put politics or stupidity into his songs. I'm not one of those celebrities should just shut up kind of people, but sometimes it's nice to just listen to a discography and not be shouted in your face about the plight of the American house cat. That would actually be awesome. Got something to say about going out on me? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Let's have a pussycat polka. Hello, this is Dr. Troy with my thoughts on going out on me. This is a song that um, I could really take or leave, but it's not a total wash. I do really like the melody, and I love the rhythm of the song. In fact, the rhythm is, is reminiscent, in a way, of the Yardbirds cover of the blues song, I Wish You Would. And I can even hear some elements of Bowie's cover of that song on his pinups album, though Bowie's cover is admittedly faster than the Yardbirds. I also love the bridge. The tempo changes slightly, but it doesn't really interrupt the rhythm of the song. And I like one part in the bridge where an overdubbed chorus of Jess comes in it comes in briefly, thing going out on me, and then it fades out. And then it goes into a guitar solo, which I also love. And this solo is sort of reminiscent of the George Harrison style that Jeff has been now doing for decades, believe it or not. But it's not completely in the Harrison style. It's a little more fresher than that. And I also love the ending of the song. You have a back and forth, not quite a call and response, but almost between Jeff, the overdub Jeff's chorus, and the guitar. So again, overall, not a loss, but not exactly one of my favorite ELO songs either. I'll talk to you next week. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I liked the song. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, 
Episode 200, Time of Our Life. You took your love away, baby. Oh, there's my love gone.